0: Hello and welcome to our podcast, Boozy Books and Movies, where my wife and I are going to get really drunk and talk about books and then how they compare to their movie or TV show counterparts.
1: and welcome to our podcast, Boozy Books and Movies. I'm Melina.
0: And I'm Colton.
1: And today, we are going to talk about the Marysville Hall.
0: Yeah, the (laughs) hole.
1: But first, alcohol. Of course. So, look at it. (laughs) I guess guess it's fine. I I usually do that because
0: you already know what it is. Ah. Mm -hmm. So I can't log into my laptop. All right, so you know what this looks like? A good old Fashion Shamrock Shake from Mac Shack. Since last week was St. Patrick's Day, Mm -hmm. um, obviously had to have another green drink. And if you want to look at it, you can go onto our Instagram page at Boozy Books and Movies.
1: Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I finally said it
0: correctly once, for once. Mmm. Mmm.
1: It tastes like a shamrock shake too, doesn't it? Oh my God. (laughs)
0: Yeah. This is amazing.
1: (laughs) I know. So... Mm. I decided to give up fast food for Lent. Of course, Shamrock Shakes were only around during... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but well, because it's for St. Patrick's Day, but, you know, Lent happened to fall over the entire time that they have Shamrock Shakes, and I'm like, I really, really, really want a Shamrock Shake. I'm like, but I don't really have, like, the right mint flavor to, like, make that, because I have, like, peppermint flavoring. And then for last week's drink, we had that wow. cream de mince. So I was like, wait a second. That's it. <laughs> so it is literally... It is, so this is like my own recipe. This isn't like this is anything wow. I got offline or anything. So I threw... We had some mint chocolate chip ice cream. I threw a few scoops of that, mm. and a few scoops of, like, we also had, like, regular vanilla ice cream, oh um, God. and that cream de menthe and I, like, put a splash of, like, almond milk in there, and then topped it off with whipped cream and little white chocolate sprinkle, or oh. white chocolate chocolate chip things. Okay. Isn't it good?
0: This is the official drink, um, uh, for the rest of time.
1: <laughs> this is now just our podcast drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's not a drink, but yeah.
1: No, it's more like a dessert, but mm-hmm. I really wanted it. and it was, mm-hmm. it, It's filled with alcohol because it's green, I mean. We're going to get
0: fucked up fast on That's it.
1: what makes the green color in it. I have no... Because I even have green food coloring, and I thought I would have to put it in here, but I didn't.
0: That's so off. It's truly amazing. It.
1: Isn't it? It's... Yeah. It's kind of addictive, to be entirely honest. <laughs> <sighs>
0: like,
1: that was all just, like, guesswork. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even... I didn't measure anything out. I just, like... <laughs> Larry took the cream to mint and went, glug, 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 into the blender. <laughs> and I was like, well, it looks about right. So I have no, I have no exact measurements for this. If you want to try it, you're just going to have to, like, play around Figure with it. Figure it out. You have a, you know what all the ingredients are? That's, that's about as much as I can give you. Well, because the first time, I didn't, like, I thought, like, I had filled the blender. But when you blend up ice cream, it just, like, dissolves into, like, nothing. So I didn't, so I did, like, two batches to fill our glasses because... Yeah, it wasn't enough. That's awesome. It's literally amazing. Mm -hmm. I can't get a... Like, I should just make up drinks for now, and this is amazing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I just can't believe I didn't taste it or anything. Mm -hmm. It's spot on. Mm -hmm. It's exactly like a Shamrock Shake. Uh But it's filled with alcohol. Uh And you can't even taste the alcohol. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm just in awe about this. It's Mm -hmm. so good.
0: So, (laughs) if you remember last week, the whole crew, the whole gang, the, the gaggle of people, so Alec... Howie, Ralph, Holly, all the group. Mm-hmm. Did I miss anybody?
1: Well, Yoon's at he's oh, and Yun. at where well, yeah. are Lovey's place right now. So
0: Howie, Alec, Ralph, and Holly mm-hmm. are all staying at the Indian Motel, yep. and they're getting ready for the next day's events, where they're gonna go to the Marysville Hole. Yoon Sablo is staying the night at Claude and Lovey Bolton's house, so they can make sure that um, they have somebody on him just in case. A murder happens somewhere else so they can say no Claude's right here I was here with him I'm a police right. officer so now we're we're waking up you know it's an, it's a new day it's July 27th new chapter section number one and they're gonna go and do some stuff and they're gonna go to the Marysville hole so section one though does not start with the whole gaggle of people section one starts with Jack Hoskins I'm so like
1: half my sections are about Jack too. oh yeah I'm very upset I don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't you like, don't like jack. jack no he's my favorite character really i really hope the outsider treats his cancer for him <laughs> like that's gonna happen i
1: don't think that's even like possible like i truly don't think that's even um, one <laughs> second i got it my phone
0: dead. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> all right section number one jack wakes up 4 a.m his whole body hurts his neck his arms his legs his belly his butt it all felt like a sunburn.
1: Mine my <laughs> neck, <don't>
0: my know. Yikes. <laughs>
1: I don't know why that started going through my head when you were talking about all of Jack.
0: <laughs> He looked at his skin and saw nothing, but the pain was there. It was inside. The cancer is spread. Jack promises the visitor that he will stop them. He'll stop the meddlers. But the visitor isn't there right now. But he was there that goddamn night at the barn. Just one ticklish touch, a caress, and now he was full of poison. Cancer poison. Could the visitor even take back the cancer? If he couldn't, Jack might just have to shoot himself. No more hangovers? No more calls from his ex asking for money. So Jack is just like, he's fucked up. He's just, he's debating with himself constantly about, is the outsider real? Can he actually take away the cancer? Did he give me cancer? Mm -hmm.
1: That's the benefit about the group, like, with Ralph, Alec, Alec, Howie, Mm. Holly. Like, they all have each other, like, combined experiences with this outsider. Mm -hmm. Like, Jack is on his own. Mm -hmm. Like, he hasn't talked to anyone about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, so he could very well think he's going crazy. He
0: is going crazy. I mean,
1: he is. (laughs) But, like, he may think it's all in his, you know. Yeah in his head even that it's not even like nothing real is happening but
0: yeah so at this point jack leaves his motel room and checks to make sure the blue suv that belongs to the meddlers was still there he thought about going room to room and just shooting them all (laughs) but this wouldn't work because someone might shoot back and he might not be able to get the chief meddler aka Ralph anderson Have, well, right, yeah.
1: Everyone could have be armed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the majority of the meddlers are armed, not only that, but then it's also Texas, so anyone you open the door and, you know, start shooting, they're probably going to get shot, you're going to get shot yeah. back anyway, so.
1: Even here in, like, rural Illinois, like, definitely. hmm Same kind of thing, I Mm -hmm. feel. I feel like it's a very similar, like, vibe Mm -hmm. as, like, Texas. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially, like, I sell guns. I see, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see that side of it.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So, Jack thought it'd be better to go to the Marysville Hole, where they might end up. And if the visitor can't take away the cancer after the job is done, then he'll just suck on his Glock and pull the trigger. <laughs> That's such
1: a vivid, like... I
0: know! I had the right type of shit down.
1: <laughs> Suck on his gloss, <laughs> And then pop
0: pop. <laughs> That's
1: awful. I don't I think... I know! Did
0: like, pop
1: pop over no. there? Okay, <laughs> you just decided
0: to rhyme right. with me about suicide? <laughs> okay, so... During the drive to the Marysville Hole, Jack is thinking about how maybe the pain in his neck was just a regular sunburn, and the pain everywhere else was just in his mind. Maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. But he also wanted to put a stop to Mister No Opinion. After all, it was Ralph's fault that Jack was at the barn in the. After all, it was Jack's fault that Jack it was Ralph's fault that Jack was in there in the first. Ah, <sighs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> After all, it was Ralph's fault that Jack was at the barn in the first place. Maybe Ralph knew that the outsider would be at the barn, and Ralph was trying to get rid of Jack. Because that makes sense, obviously. Yeah, well, it's
1: Jack trying to, like, rationalize everything. Mm -hmm. That, like, somehow it was Ralph. Mm-hmm. Who like set this all up? He's like trying, yeah, trying to make it about like something else, you mm-hmm. know, something concrete.
0: So this is where Jack sees three possible, possible. Fuck me, I'm not even through section one. You are drunk? Um, I'm fin, almost finished my drink already. It's true. It's really. <laughs> So Jack saw three possibilities. Either one, the visitor can get rid of Jack's poison. Two, the pain is not real and it's only in Jack's mind and it will go away on its own. Or three, the visitor can't take away its pain and Jack has to die by sucking on a glock, shooting himself, and going pop pop. Glock pop pop. Either way, Mr. (laughs) No Opinion was going to be history.
1: I just don't understand what the hell Ralph did to him to make him want to
0: kill him. I don't think it was. I don't think that Jack really had this strong of emotions towards Jack until until Ralph. his life fell apart like this. Like it's becoming the sole purpose of his life now. Like right, and it's it's just because.
1: Well, because I mean, he's lost his job at this point. He's well, yeah, just not showing up to homicides yeah. and like. Right.
0: So I don't know, but either way, Mister No Opinion was going to be history. The others would go with him, clean sweep. Jack Hoskins, American Sniper. <laughs> Except an American sniper was like a fucking hero. (laughs) All right. So Jack entered the entrance of the Marysville Hole. The wind was strong, which was good because Jack wouldn't have to cover his tracks from the group. He said out loud, if they don't come, will you still fix me up? Oh, yes, you'll be good to go, said the outsider. Or was it? Was that a real voice or or was it only his own? What did it even matter? Dun, dun, dun. End of section one. Finally.
1: Section two. Pretty short and sweet. Jack <laughs> got to the Marysville Hole, parked by the service shed just like he did the day before grabbed his flashlight and gun, and started off the path again. Before he did, he, like, shone his flashlight into the shed that he parked next to and saw a dust-covered compact car with a bumper sticker that said, My son is a Flint City High School honor student! So that means... That the outsider stole a vehicle in Flint City and drove it to Texas.
0: Didn't even pick that that up. No, I did not. So
1: Jack knew that the visitor was like physically in Texas.
0: Yes. Oh my God! I did not pick that up at all. That's insane. I didn't even think of that.
1: For some strange reason, this made like Jack feel better. I don't know why. That the outsider
0: was actually there.
1: Yeah. That maybe it was like a person or, like, right. something physical. So Jack feels better now that he That's knows great. the outsider is, like, a concrete thing or person. Okay. So he's like, hungry now. So mm. he goes back to his truck <laughs> to scrounge for some food. Oh, yeah. He finds a package of peanut butter crackers and a roll of Tums and decides that that is breakfast. <laughs> and then he goes up the path with the crackers in one hand and his gun in the other. That is... Section
0: two, groovy smoothie. Section three, the path up to the bluff was treacherous, treacherous, treacherous. <laughs> the path to the bluff was treacherous <laughs> in the dark because it was four in the fucking morning. And there was no sunlight, oh, yeah. so even with a flashlight, um, it was treacherous, tre, tre, tre- treacherous, treacherous.
1: You need to keep trying to say that word. I think
0: treacherous, treacherous. All
1: right, sure. Treacherous. Mm, Fuck
0: you. (laughs) Jack finally made it to his (laughs) lookout point when the first bit of light was showing. Jack left a pitchfork there at the lookout to fight off against snakes if needed. But the issue is that there was a rattlesnake on top (laughs) of the pitchfork now. Because that was where the snake decided to sleep. So Jack didn't want to shoot it and only make it angry. So he regretted not buying boots before. Because his sneakers would do nothing to protect him against a snake or a bullet ricochet. Need some
1: snake boots.
0: Need some snake boots. So, Jack used the end of his rifle to, like, pick up the snake and launch it 20 feet behind him. Um, The snake started to rattle loudly, and Jack grabbed the pitchfork. He jabbed at it, and the rattlesnake slithered into a crack between two leaning boulders and was gone. So, obviously, he'll never come back, right? (laughs) So, Jack finally laid down and looked into his scope. Parking lot, decaying gift shop, boarded up cave entrance. Nothing to do now but wait. End of section three. Section
1: four. We're back to the group, the meddlers. <laughs> Everyone is already in the Indian Motel Cafe at a quarter past eight, even though Ralph had said not to do anything before nine o'clock. Apparently no one could sleep or right. got up too early with excitement. And of
0: course. On the I last day the, of their lives. Yeah, I don't think exciting is <laughs> the word.
1: Fear? I don't what What's the word? Anticipation?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Ralph? Howie and Alec ordered steak and eggs, and Holly ordered a three-egg omelet, their last meal, with ranch fries. (laughs) Holly was wearing a suit jacket over her t-shirt and jeans, and Ralph says that she's gonna get really damn hot in the Texas heat. Like, Holly agrees, but says that it has pockets for all her stuff, and that she's taking her shoulder bag as well, because she says sometimes the maids steal in places like this. That's it. (laughs) That was it?
0: Yep. Fuck you.
1: I turned my page and there was nothing there. <laughs> Whoop.
0: Whoop. All my
1: pages fell on the
0: floor. Big sad. You need like a one book oh, instead of writing on the back of single pieces of fucking paper.
1: Well, I didn't really have much of a choice. Mm-hmm. So I forgot to bring my notebook to work with me. So I wrote on the back of sale signs. So I do
0: Section number five. So the whole group drove to the Boltons. This is where they found Yoon and Claude sitting on the front porch drinking coffee. Lovey was weeding her garden. Ralph asked if everything was good last night, and it was. Claude said that he didn't even feel like anyone was trying to break in. Uh, It turns out that there was a break-in in Tippett last night, which is another town. The man of the house uh, took out his shotgun and scared off the intruder. The intruder had black hair, a goatee, and plenty of tattoos, which fits the profile of Claude Bolton. Um, Claude says that he was in his house the whole time, and Ralph says that he believes him, and that they are going to go to Tippett to check it out. Then, if they don't find anything, they are going to go back to Flint City and try to figure something else out, which obviously isn't true, because they're just trying to tell Claude to where they're gonna go, so the outsider thinks they're going away. Right. When they're not, they're gonna go to the Marysville Hole. And that's the end of section five.
1: Section 6, Howie starts driving, and Yoon is like, wait, how, do the, how did the cops in Tippet get in touch with you? Because no one knows that, like, they're here. <laughs> and so Alec then explains that it was so it didn't look strange when they, like, left and went the wrong way to the airport. And Yoon's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, so when Alec was talking, he like says, "If this outsider exists." In his sentence, mm-hmm. and so Ralph um, was thinking about what Holly had said last night when she came into his room when he was in his boxers. Mm-hmm. And
0: he turns around because <laughs> Why Ralph... is that what you think of? <laughs> that he was in his boxers. I Why is that know. important?
1: No, it was cause you made a big deal about him and his boxers. He was in his boxers.
0: <laughs> so
1: I just felt the need to I don't know. I was just trying to give it some context. <laughs> so Ralph turns around because he's sitting in the front seat next to Howie and looks at the group and says, listen to me now. No more ifs or maybes. For today, the outsider does exist. For today, he can read Claude Bolton's mind. Anytime he wants to, and unless we know differently, he is in the Marysville hole. No more assumptions, just belief. Can you do that? No one spoke for a moment. And then Howie says, I'm a defense lawyer, son. I can believe in anything. (laughs) That's the end of section six.
0: Yep. Section number seven. The group came to the billboard that was outside of the Marysville hole that had the family holding up their gas lanterns. They, uh, I think it was Ralph, maybe that was thinking that the temperature was rising all day and it started at 50 degrees until now which it's at 70 degrees so it's rising holly points to a knoll and says that there is a um, that there is where the main cave entrance is she thought that they should check there first to see if there are any signs of the outsider attempting to get in cuz the outsider maybe went to the end, the you know the primary entrance first and then went around to the other entrance or whatever so they thought maybe right. they go there first see if there's any signs and then go to the back entrance and then they also think how this place looks desolate What's um up? huh (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Holly says that, um, the loss of the boys was terrible for their families, but the Marysville Hole was the main job provider, and a lot of locals left after it closed down, and that's why a lot of places in this town are very desolate and stuff, so. They drove around the ticket booth, and Ralph noticed, um, some wind-eroded tire tracks and thought that it might have been some local kids. Nope. And then... It's Jackie Jack. It was Jackie Jack, but he thought that there were kids, because he c- couldn't even fathom Jack being here. No! No, you don't have no... I idea that Jack is no. following them for months or not months but whatever weeks um, this is where June Yoon June Yoon 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 Sablo <laughs> asks if everyone is packing heat and everyone said yes except for Holly which may come up later end of no. section number seven section
1: number eight Jack saw them coming long before they reached the parking lot. He got in a position and looked through the scope, putting the crosshairs on the driver's eye well, driver's side of the windshield. Then a flash of sun momentarily bl- mo- <laughs> 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 So a flash of sun momentarily blinds Jack. And so he didn't he wasn't able to shoot. They stopped in front of the cave's boarded up entrance and they all got out. Oh my
0: God. My God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was a shit shot because the sun in Its current position put, like, the cave's entrance under, like, a shadow, so he couldn't get a clear aim at anybody. And then it said something about his Leopold scope or whatever... Which is funny because I was just talking about to that some guy selling a gun the other day about that brand of scope and I'm like actually like know what this is and yeah I had asked one of my other coworkers and he said they're expensive scopes so it is like a fa- it's a fancy scope um that he would still yeah he was still like going to take the shot but then like the SUV was like in front of Ralph and he mm-hmm. obviously wants to shoot Ralph first mm-hmm. so um, couldn't shoot Ralph so it was a no go yep. Oh, and I do think it's funny that the entire time, like Jack thinks about Ralph, he doesn't think the word, he doesn't think the name Ralph. He what he thinks is Mister No Opinion. Yep. Not Ralph. It's Mister No Opinion. Mm-hmm. Or so the I chief have, meddler. Yeah, I've written down. Jack may have still chanced it, but this SUV was blocking three of them, including Mister No Opinion. <laughs> Jack was no longer aware of the throbbing on his neck. He was just waiting for them to move. Mm-hmm.
0: Section number nine. <clears throat> the uh, Marysville Hole arched art entryway was blocked by two dozen wooden planks and the cement plug beyond mm-hmm. it. It also had a few no trespassing signs and some spray paint on it. Ralph presumed the spray paint was also done by the local kids where the tire tracks were from. Um, Yoon asked if anyone thought the entrance had been tampered with and they all agreed that it wasn't temper- tampered with. I mean, so...
1: unless you are like, can walk through concrete like there's not much anybody can do about it right
0: so holly said that the road behind the suv leads to the ahiga entrance and that they should try that next they all got back into the suv howie driving and the and the ralphster (laughs) and ralph (laughs) shotgun howie comments on how poorly this road looks and holly assures him that it should be safe as they drive yoon talks but is cut off by alec who tells Howie to stop moving the vehicle immediately. They are more than halfway across the parking lot, pointing towards the cabins that are located at the hole's back door. Alex says that maybe the outsider is staying in the gift shop. He was in the barn in Canning Township, not the cemetery itself. Yun agrees and says that he will check it out. Howie opens his door and says that they all should go because they shouldn't be split up or left alone. Because now they're going to be checking the gift shop because they're thinking maybe the outsiders mm. in the gift shop. And that is the end of section number nine. Let's get to section number 10, shall we?
1: Section 10. <laughs> they return to the SUV, which gave Jack a clear shot to Howie, who was getting in the driver's seat. He pulls the trigger.
0: Wait, why are they getting back in? They just got out.
1: They hadn't. They're driving to the gift shop now. That was... That was his idea, was they needed to get to the gift shop. Oh, okay. That's what, le- oh, because, like, the gift shop was, like, Howie was, like, heading to the back road, but the gift shop was, like, on, yep. like, a different side of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So so they kind of, like, stopped and went.
0: Oh, because Yoon was going to get out and walk to the gift shop and they were going to keep driving. But right. then they decided they would all go. Okay. Yes. Got it. Sorry. So
1: they return to the SUV, which gives Jack a clear shot to Howie, who's getting the driver's seat. He pulls the trigger, but it doesn't move. He had forgotten to release the safety. Dumbass. And by the time he got it off, everyone was already back in the vehicle. So Jack says shit many times because they were (laughs) heading out of his sight, and if they made it to the service road, they would see his truck, and his truck, which he was like, Ralph might recognize my truck, and Mm -hmm. he said he'll definitely recognize it once he sees the bumper sticker that says, your mom is my other ride. (laughs) (laughs) So he decides he would have to shoot the engine first, that way... They, they would, like, stop the car and all get out and, like, look around and see what's going on.
0: Yep.
1: Um, and then through the windows to try and get them out of the vehicle. So he goes to do this, and his finger curls on the trigger. Right before he could shoot, the SUV stopped near the being a gift shop, and he waited for Mr. No Opinion to get out. They all had to go, but the chief meddler was going first. of <laughs> Section 10.
0: Mm-hmm. Section number 11. The Diamondback Rattlesnake <laughs> emerged from the crack where mm-hmm. it had taken refuge. Ref, refuge. Refuge? Refuge. Then slithered towards Jack's feet. It had no intention of attacking, only Investi- investigatory, investigatory. Invest- Investigative? Investi- Investi- I- invest- yeah.
1: You know, don't- <laughs> just don't type big words. Simplify it for yourself like I do. That way oh. when you're drunk, you don't have to like try and stumble through
0: giant words. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um- so the snake had no intention of attacking, but when Jack fired the first shot, it raised its tail and began to rattle. Jack forgot shooter's plugs or cotton for his ears, and he never heard the snake.
1: Dumbass! Dumbass. Like this is not a good like. He's like fucking up all over the he place. Is. He, like, had sunblind him. he had sunglasses, mm-hmm. he, what was the Forgot the
0: safety. Yeah,
1: forgot the safety. Like, what the fuck? Yep. And, yeah, no, the, he's, like, all out of whack. So. Yep. And I, we are going to have to wait till next week to find out who Jack shot!
0: <laughs> oh, brutal! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gotta listen next week.
0: <laughs> yep, so that's the cliffhanger here. Um, this episode's going a little long, so we're gonna cut it off here, and next week, uh, tune in to the radio show <laughs> to figure out who jack shoots or if he shoots anyone at all and what happens with the rattlesnake <laughs> yeah poor guy all right see you guys next time Yep. Bye.
1: thanks for listening and you can find us on instagram under boozy books and movies that is all spelled out no spaces Our Twitter is at BoozyBookMovie, our email is BoozyBooksAndMovies at gmail.com, and our PayPal uses that email also if you'd like to donate to us. Thanks so much, and don't forget to listen every Monday.